Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Tzvi Drizen Shliach in Dallas, Texas, with the in-town Chabad in uptown Dallas on the topic of measuring success. I want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help Shluchim have more Atzlacha in their Shluchas. Pleasure to be here. Before we begin, I would like to thank our sponsors, Tzvassman Jewelers, Machon Stam, and Leasing Direct. Thank you for making the podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get right to it. Today's topic is about measuring success, which is an extremely important topic that Shluchim are aware of. Are they having success in their Shluchas? Are they moving up? Are they going down? And CU developed an amazing system to keep track of this. And uh, I would love for you to share, if you could just start off with, how did this, you know, what, what, what does it mean to keep track and measuring success? And uh, how does the Shliach do that? All right. So um, thanks for having me on. Um, it just, uh, I just kind of tell you a little story that happened is when I, when I first started my Chabad house, there was a person in the community who was, um, uh, had started a fairly well-known um, company. And I knew him. I happened to meet him with Big Ashkacha Pratis, but he was not a supporter of really of Jewish causes, at least certainly not locally in the community. And I got a relationship with him, and he he started impressing on me this idea that you have to measure things. And I used to say, you know, I used to say back to him, what do you mean every soul is important? One mitzvah changes the world. So he said to me, if if one if you can do a mitzvah with one Jew, then two Jews all the more so. And if you could do stretch yourself to three, then three all the more so. You know, if you're changing a life with one thing, then you have to make sure that you're doing more and more and more. And the only way to do more and to really improve is to measure. This idea is encapsulating in this statement, performance measured is performance improved. As soon as you actually measure things, and you start measuring things, you start improving. And as, a, as, as the idea of going from strength to strength, you always have to be growing. And how do you know if you're actually growing? Well, the first step is to start measuring things. Beautiful. So could you share with us some practicals of, to start with, what does it mean when you say measuring, what are you talking about? Just, um, okay. So I think, yeah. I think for the first start is whatever it is that your shlichus focuses on, you have to have real accountability for what you're doing. Meaning to say, if you think it's a good idea to put on tefillin with another yid, well, how many people did you put on tefillin with this, this month? And in other of this year, how does it compare to other of last year and other the year before? Or nissan of this year or this month versus last month? If you don't write down, simply begin by writing down it. Every single thing you do and every single interaction you do, you can't, you can't even talk about whether you're – you can't have an honest conversation about whether you're improving or on the opposite. The first thing to do is to start – to measure is to start writing down. So one of the things that I do and the people that work for me do is every single thing you do during the day <clears throat> that's shlichus related gets written down in your calendar. And that way when you look at the end of the month, you tally up, and we have different categories of things that are our goals. And we write down what we did, who we did it with, and what happened. 
So for example, again, if learning one-on-one is important, you write down, okay, on Tuesday at 10 a.m. I learned for an hour with this person. So you're literally writing down everything. Once you start writing things down, then you can literally as simply as make a spreadsheet, how many fill in, how many people came to classes, how many people came to Minyanim, et cetera. You simply write it down. Can you share some of the practical benefits of why this is so important for Shliach? Okay. So, so for starters, so for starters, um, you're, you're, so number one, I, I mean, I, I think it goes without saying, you have to write, we're obligated officially, I think, to write a duch into the rabbi. So if you take that even remotely seriously, you really have to be able to be accurate. Um, that's number one. Number two, um, when it comes to fundraising um, and sharing your message with confidence to Balabatin, there is nothing like being able to actually show real numbers. We, we did Hanukkah. We did events this year. How many events we did and how many people came to them? Not only that, but the last four years, you can see there were 626 people who came in 2014 and 842, and you could see growth trends. People want to know where they're spending their money. Additionally, one of the things, the first, the earliest kind of uh, metrics that we developed is we started doing something called cost per Jewish experience. So people want to know, you know, people want to know if they're giving you money, where's the money going? So we developed the very simple metrics. Every single month, we took the total amount of money that we spent that month, and we divided it. We took, I'm sorry, the, the total amount of Jewish experiences and divided it by the total amount of Jewish of money that we spent. And that number, dollar number, was the cost per Jewish experience. And that way, it's a very simple chajban to know if you are in the business of making Jewish experiences, if it used to cost in one year, it cost you $25 for every Jewish experience, and now it's costing $55, well, why is it more expensive? And it's a very easy way for you and to be able to share the effectiveness of the money that's spent on if it's in line with what it was previously, meaning to say, are you spending the money effectively? Now, this is not an objective number that you could compare other organizations. It's internally. If you start making using this husband and year over year, you're decreasing the number you're spending per Jewish experience. It's a very good sign. It means we are spending your money better. It's a very, very persuasive thing to share with Balabatim. There's some more complicated metrics that we have, but one thing is for sure. When you sit down with a person to fundraise and you can assert with confidence that you are spending money with us and this is the best bang for your Jewish buck and you're not epking and bepking and kind of flying emotionally, you'll be able to attract a donor that really wants to be a philanthropist and wants to, um, to have the greatest impact with their money. I think this is a very current thing. People don't, you know, there's this old kind of donor, rabbi, I love you. You have so many children and, oh, you got to pay your rent. That's kind of one mode of thinking. But if you move beyond that to this is you're supporting me allows 
or this organization allows us to have the greatest effect on this community, well, what, what are, where are the numbers to back that up? Here are the numbers. This is what we're doing. This is what we did last year. And more than that, this is our goal for the coming year. And then when you come back to them, hey, we not only hit our goal, remember we said we were going to have a 10% increase or a 15% increase, and that's why I wanted a 15% increase in your donation. Well, guess what? We had a 25% increase. Your 15% increase allowed us to do a 25% increase in our, in our impact, and it actually brought the coal cost down by 10%, meaning – that's the language that they're all judging their businesses by. If you can speak a little bit of this language to them, I believe that it, it gives you <clears throat> the ability to um, engage a very, uh, a much more of an American stable kind of a donor, not just these more emotional types, but, you know, the, the kind of people that are giving to the Federation, the kind of people that are giving to the established community. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Have you, do you make a publication every year? Do you print something which you then show to the Balabata? So I have a – I do a monthly report, which includes numbers and different metrics that we have. Um, the monthly report I share with about three of our largest Balabatan monthly and the oil. I send it into the oil and, and share it with about two or three of our – largest Balabatim. I actually have a meeting with one of them every month. And, um, and then, um, and then um, once a year, I do a thanks for giving event. And I, I report like kind of state of the union on what we've done this year and, and, and thanking the various donors for for supporting and that it's you know i take out a powerpoint and it looks all numbers and charts and graphs and 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 people i mean they love it they love it they they like come to me afterwards they're like see this is like a stockholder presentation this is great you know they feel like we are doing something important i also put out the numbers um uh in a little uh infographic when we do like our charity uh fundraiser i mean if you think about you know, a lot of shlokim will have the reference of the charity campaigns. Charity campaigns are so transparent. Everyone sees exactly how much everyone's giving, how many donors there are, and they love it. Anyone who's a big donor wants to see how their money is being spent and, and the matching. They love that, the, the serious philanthropists. This is taking this to a whole other level. It, it builds a tremendous amount of credibility with your organization. I'll tell you particularly – um, there's a shliach that I know that has probably, I don't know, seven or eight shluchim underneath him. And he, I, I had a very long conversation with him about these things, and he started um, requiring all of the shluchim to report just the numbers. And he said it, it was unbelievable how he finally, you know, he's always making a case of we're doing so much, we're doing so much, but suddenly he had the real numbers in front of him, and guys started really being inspired when they're writing down their numbers and say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm slacking off this month or I'm doing better this month. It's, a, it's a, just a great way to have accountability, especially when you have a larger organization. I love it. Do you, do you also include pictures when, you, when you're doing the, the monthly publication or the PowerPoints? Um, do you include pictures or do you keep it strictly to the numbers? 
I do include pictures, but that's that's just you know in case there's uh, an emotion. The the, the mayach hits only ninety five percent of the time. Five percent of the emotions can be worth much more than ninety five percent of the mayach. Right, exactly. Okay, good. You still need taking it. Yeah, good. No, no, for sure. I, 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 that's what I figured, but I just wanted to check. Um, my other question is this. I have a few other practical questions. One is, what if your numbers are going down? And I'll give an example. Um, you could be a campus liach, and uh, you know, you, you, you know, the first year you're reaching 15 people. Suddenly it goes up to 30, gets to 50, 100, and suddenly you cap. And sometimes you even go down. There's semesters you go up, semesters you go down. You could have a three-year period. You get, I, I, I see with some shluchim that you know, there's on campus where the, the numbers simply have dropped. There's just less engagement from students. You know, a generation passes and there's less involvement. There could be a million reasons. Um, you could be a, a YJP shliach. You could be a community shliach, and your Hebrew school was once thriving, and now there's been a dip. People have less children. You're not engaging as much. There could be many different reasons. And there could be the fear of going to Balabas the next year, and, you're, you know, this is what you're doing. You're, there's a lot of transparency, and suddenly there's a dip in your numbers. Um, especially if you're showing, you know, this year compared to last year. How do you deal with that? I, I mean, that happened to me. That that has absolutely happened to me. I don't think that, that, that you know, I, I think that that is, you know, it, the numbers are not there just to inflate and pretend, you know, you're not fooling anyone but yourself in life. Everyone knows if you're down, everyone knows it. I mean, you, you can't, you can't, you know, you might be able to hide it for six months or three months or a year, but, you know, if you're not as, as, as impactful as you were, I've had my cost per Jewish experience go up over time. I've had my numbers go down. Um, uh, you know, there may be excuses, but, you know, you got to reinvent yourself. And, and <laughs> there's, in, in, the, in the cycle of a shliach life, it, it, you can't, it's not always going to go up, and uh, you know that's 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 something you have to figure out how to deal with. But to just kind of deny it and run away from it is is you're not helping anyone. Right, but the main thing is you don't want to you don't want the balabatim to 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 be affected. Um, or their support to be affected. Um, so th- your experience is that at the end of the day, it's there's there's more benefit than loss doing it this way. I mean, it, listen. In the end, of, first of all, I, I think definitely there's more benefit than loss. But if you're if you're coming, I mean, listen. In the end of the day, if you're coming to somebody and you want more support for doing less, then you should not be asking for more support for doing less. I mean, you know, what, why would anyone? And how could you in good conscience ask somebody for more to do less? So, you know, one of the things, one of the, the, the reasons that you have accountability is to, to make sure that you are always busting your rear end to, to produce results. I think it also doesn't, there's always an opportunity. Sometimes a shliach needs help. And perhaps if they had help, they could they could accomplish more. It doesn't mean there's I mean, there's there's, reasons there's why. Always, yeah. There's always something that can be improved or different. And the reality is if 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 uh, if you had I mean just simply put, if you have uh, if 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 you I don't know had a pre a Hebrew school that had a hundred and then seventy five and now fifty and twenty five, maybe it's time to rethink the attitude. 
I, I mean, listen, even if you're not showing your bala them this, to have this internally is a must. Before I ask my last question, I would like to say that Leasing Direct is a leading auto leasing company servicing customers in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and Florida. When it comes to Shluchim's automobile needs, Leasing Direct goes the extra mile to work with each Shliach's individual needs and budget, making the new car buying or leasing process completely hassle-free. Call Leasing Direct today at 718-493-0600, and one of their dedicated team members will be happy to assist you. Thank you, Leasing Direct, for sponsoring this week's Shluchim podcast. Are there any last thoughts that you would like to share with Shluchim on this topic of measuring success? I mean, I think that, you know, the basic gist of what I think is important is that there's an internal factor and an external factor. You want to become, you want to become better yourself, and you want to be able to share how the organization with others is becoming better or how it is being responsible. If you're not measuring, you you are not doing your work. You know, we all know the story of, of you know, the, 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 the old, uh, you know, the Balabas in the village who's writing down all his mitzvahs and all his avedas. The, the concept of cheshman and nefesh is not some modern thing. Everyone in business does it, but somehow if we think that we're in the, the philanthropy world and, you know, one, one Jew is, you know, we can toil for 70, 80 years to do a favor for one person, that that's kind of a justification for not keeping a husband. It's, it's just not true. If you can do another one and another one, you have, to, you, have to be, you have to constantly be striving to do it, and you have to be writing it down. That's what I think their Rebbe wanted from us, and, that's, and, and if we do what their Rebbe wanted from us, we will have the greatest um, case to make when we're asking people to give their hard-earned money uh, that, that they're giving it to us and we're making an impact with that, and this is what the impact is. Now, having said that, there's yeah. obviously certain things that can never be measured. The one vart and one kindness doing for a person, and sometimes we do things as shluchim that are well beyond measurement. We go out of our way and travel three hours to one thing, and that's not measurable things. That's obvious. Obviously, there are certain parts of shlichus and certain parts of the Chabad ethos that are unmeasurable. We will go to the ends of the world for one yid. But on the real day-to-day, of what, day-to-day things that we are trying to do and build, our moizdes, it's got to be, you know, in this world, measured, counted. Thank you, Rabbi Drizzen, for sharing with Shluchim about your Hatzlacha, a unique approach to measuring success. We really appreciate your time. Pleasure. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you have any ideas for any future podcasts or Shluchim to interview, please um, email me. No, I don't want that. This is Dovi Shapiro, and if you have any specific Shluchim who have success in a specific area, please email me, and it may become the next podcast. Thank you so much. Make it a great week.